Weekly Sauce, episode 66, 65 in the books. We had the fantasy football hustler. Uh, actually, no, we had Justin Mapp. We, we switched. Yeah, yeah, we, we switched. switched, yeah. Uh, so Justin Mapp was on last week. Uh, the week before that, we had uh, fantasy football hustler. We gave us some inside info when it comes to who you're drafting your fantasy football league. Maybe our guest today is a fantasy football guy. We don't know. Chances are he's not because he likes to kick people's heads <laughs> in for a living, and that's not something that we do. Uh, but before we get to him... Uh, as usual, episodes brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub. Visit Mike's BBQ Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Uh, it's the best sauces in town. You can't go wrong with it. I don't know if it's uh, as hot as maybe the Carolina Reaper uh, or anything like that, but it's good, man. That mustard truffle sauce, to this day, it still sucks your dick. It's the best thing ever. Uh, of so we'll get to our guest. But before that, I get to my co host, Alex. How's it going, buddy? I'm super pumped, man. We got another MMA guy. I'm excited. I know you wanted you you've been wanting to get into the MMA thing for a long time, so we've gotten so many good guests because of you. So, and this is another good guest coming off one of our other great, fantastic guests that we had. We spoke to Dre Miley a few weeks ago, and uh, you know he thought that the stoppage against our our uh, <laughs> our guest today was a little early. John Hollywood Sweeney from the MMA, how's it going, buddy? It's going good, brother. It's good to be here. Thank you guys for having me. It's our pleasure, man. So tell us about that fight. So we watched it. Listen, I, I understand where he's coming from. I don't think the stoppage was early. Uh, I, <laughs> I was about was to ask you that. Sorry? I said I was just about to ask you guys. What What is your opinion on it? I don't think it was stopped early. early. I think it was like ref could have let it go for maybe another couple shots. Yeah. Give him a chance to survive. But at the end of the day, the ref's job is to protect the fighter right and yeah he mm-hmm. was he it looked like he was out at that point not out but he was gonna get there he was only being protected but i yeah. also as a fighter john i'm sure you understand it's like you want to be able to tell yourself when to stop fighting you want a ref to stop you yeah it was a yeah, fair stoppage yeah i feel that but uh so when i i went back when i go back and look at that fight it, it's a certain point where he was flattened out and his head was Boom, boom, he like took two clean shots where his uh where he was good. I when I first connected and he and he fell back, he was okay there. But once I put a I hit him like two more times, the third the second one kind of made him flatten out. And he was literally laying there and boom, it took two there. And that's what that's what got the fight stopped right there. Yeah. So it was it would have been good, but those the shots after that caused his body to completely if you watch the this on my page, he completely like goes flat on his belly. His he takes two with his head clearly, boom, boom. And uh yeah, yeah that's that's you can't that I actually he uh got a couple years on his life saved. <laughs> yeah, that, the rap did him a good, good, uh, good favor there. Yeah, there's rep. Listen, the it being a, a ref in MMA is probably the toughest sport to ref in. You know what I mean? Like in football, yes, okay, yeah, there's a lot of things that can happen in hockey, too, baseball, whatever. But in you're dealing with people's lives here. You know what I mean? And it's like the ref has to make a decision on the spot. If he sees that you're unresponsive, then there's no, unless there's two seconds left in the round. Yeah, was, you're like, you yeah. that, that's stopping. It. Like, I just watched um, the documentary on Christy Martin on Netflix. You know who Christy Martin is? She was, like, the best female boxer of all time. But okay, she, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, was yeah. shot by her husband. It's a crazy documentary. It's on uh, it's on Netflix. And, uh, and she came back after all that, and she had a fight, and she was destroying the girl. And 50 seconds left in the fight, she broke her hand, and the doctor stopped it. And she was ruining uh, the girl. The doctor stopped it. She lost by TKO because of that. See, that's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, it happens so, all the time. 
So, so the MMA refs, I, I used to like Herb Dean. Yeah. Now, now not so much because some of his decisions are really questionable. Yeah. And yeah, he, he lets go of the fight way too long. The, the guy was already knocked out. He didn't call. Yeah. He's, he's not stopping it. So I used to be a big fan of him. But such a, yeah. it's, such a, it's such a fine line, man. Such yeah. a fine line. And I was probably maybe the best best ref in it. Uh, big John McCarthy, obviously, he doesn't ref anymore. But, I mean, it's such a fine line. And Herb Dean is literally maybe second best, one of the best. And he's got times where he just completely blows it, you know. And yeah. so... It's such a fine line right there. So uh, it's one of the hardest jobs for sure. Being a fighter and then the ref for sure. Yeah. And I'm, if you're a ref and you own up to it after, listen, that's all you can do, right? Because it doesn't change the result. You can't go back and say, oh, I was wrong. Give this guy the win. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't work that way. Uh, but, yeah, there's been some refs, man, especially in the UFC. We've seen them all. But, yeah, Herb Dean, I still think he, I still think he's the best. If I see Herb Dean out there, oh, yeah. I, I still right have, now. like, trust that he's going to make the right decision. It's the margin for error is so small, man. It's so it small is. that they can. It, as soon as it happens, it happens big, and that's the problem, you know. So what's next for you, man? What you have a fight coming up? What's going on? So I do have a fight. I don't, I'm not know. How, I'm not sure how much I can say on this, but I signed the contract to fight October first. Um, I'm not sure what I'm able to say. This is released two weeks from now, so maybe I. It's for um, Combata Global in Miami, so. I'll be, that's where my next fight will be, October first. And you're fighting a bantamweight. Yes. And you're pumped for that? Like, is it like a pop? Very pumped. Very pumped. This is a good step <laughs> up in competition, man. I don't know how much I can say, but whatever. So this is a. I should be fighting a guy, uh, ex UFC guy. Um, whatever you want to say, we can take it out. Forget it. It's all right. Um, Leonard Morales. Oh yeah, Check. nice. So that's what's next for me. Make a statement here, and uh, maybe I'll continue with Combate, <clears throat> or maybe I will get the fight on this summer's of the uh, Dana White's Contender Series. That's what you're hoping for? Is it going to, going to DWCS? Yes. Yeah. What about the Ultimate Fighter? I would do that too, man, but I'm a big bantamweight, so those... <laughs> I'll happen to make weight that many times. Oof. But also, a lot of guys when they go to the, when they go to the house, the Ultimate Fighter house, is that they they go in a different weight class. Like they'll go up, you know. Just yeah, true, like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you'll probably go to like uh, a featherweight if you do. But I think yeah, Dana White Contender Series for you, Dana White Contender Series for you is probably better. Perfect, eight, man. Eight I can. Record, yeah. I like to show up. Yeah. And uh, man, that'd be perfect. So you're fighting <laughs> Leonard Morales, which means that you're gonna brawl. So you oh, he's gonna brawl. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna wrong. I aim and fire. We don't shoot and pray. That's it. That's it. aim and fire. Don't shoot and pray. You should make that on a t-shirt. Yes, sir. Put that on a t-shirt. What's your so, so so what's your favorite strike and what's your favorite submission? Mm. That's such. A, so I get that question a lot. To be honest, so with with striking, man, uh, I started off as a grappler. Started wrestling when I was okay. young. I wrestled a little bit in college, but when I was in high school to help with my. Uh, my physique, I uh, went to Upstate Karate, and I lost. Uh, I was at Upstate. I was at wrestling practice in high school. Every day I would go from practice to practice every day. So I gradually I lost weight, got in great shape. Uh, and I fell in love with striking. I'm a black belt in karate. So I feel like I love – I, I kind of like striking more because you could just – it just – you could be a little bit more flashy. So I would say – with striking, I love everything about it. I, I really can't pick one technique. 
Um, a lot of stuff in my bag I really haven't even been able to show because guys get hit and I just don't get to fight so long. So uh, I love my spinning back kicks and stuff like that, but I haven't got to show any of it because, I mean, my fight's just – You let the I just haven't go. got to show it. Yeah, so uh, with grappling, <clears throat> I love guillotine. My favorite finish uh, against Celtic Shells, uh, it was on LFA. I finished him in the first round in a, a standing ninja choke. Uh, it's like a guillotine inverted. He was here. He wasn't fighting too much, so I was able to sneak my hand right over. And that's probably my favorite choke. But I get a lot of guys with high level guys. I can. My guillotine is pretty legit. Yeah, you think you can get yeah, sure. a guillotine or what? You think? Pretty sure. I could. Yeah. All right. cool. Oh yeah. I just wanted to know where I just wanted to know where you're at. I weigh. I weigh, yeah, I weigh 250 pounds. That's all right. I got big guys. My is I've I've gotten my coach in a guillotine. He's yeah. a black belt big boy. I, that's right. a good move for me, man. I'm stronger than ox. The thing is, is I got a short neck. You, you can't. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just like lay and pray like this, you know. True. Um, guys with short necks, people think it's harder to choke them, but I'm gonna be coming for your size, man. It's gonna it's gonna it may feel worse for you. So there's this actually this guy that fights out of our gym and he uh he's long. He's like he's a he's a featherweight, but he's like six four. He's just Oof. he's long. His neck is super long. And every time I get him in a guillotine, every those other guys are hard to choke, man. You can't choke him. He's just his it's neck is it's like an elastic. Yeah. Those other guys are hard to choke. Yeah, yeah. So uh so you're gonna fight Lennon Morales, that's a big fight for you, it's gonna put your name up there. Uh, if if that Dana White contender series comes calling, man, I hope you get. I think that's like a better avenue for you than the ultimate fight because you get that one fight, you show everybody what you're doing, Boom, what you're up to, you're and in. bang, that's it. Uh, yes, the sir. next one's coming up now, I think, right? It yeah. is. It's yeah. this this season is uh it starts September 17th. I got a buddy. Uh, shout out my boy Santos, uh, Santo Carlito, the problem out of uh, Jersey. He's fight he's fighting on there, so I know he's about to dominate. So um, hopefully I can get my shot on there next. So you're so you're you wrestled and you did karate. It's two two very different body types, right? right? Man, I you just got... I was blessed to get thrown into a good environment. Like uh, my dad, I, I wanted to, like you were talking about fantasy football. I do have a fantasy football team actually. Oh, nice. My dad wanted me to play football so bad, you know. And uh, well, actually I take that back. I wanted to play football so bad, <laughs> so I started with football. And my dad wanted me to wrestle with harp on me, wrestle, 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 and I really wasn't hearing it. And one day I just decided to try it, fell in love with it. I mean, uh, so <clears throat> I fell in love with it because I was slamming kids at practice, but I really wasn't taking it too serious. I, man, I was wow. Like my personality, how I'm real energetic. Think of that as a kid. I mean, I never stopped talking. I never stopped. You know what I mean? So. I used to get in trouble a little bit, get in trouble at practice because I wouldn't be so serious, always playing around. But um, as the years, I started like the seventh grade. So as the years went on and I started winning more and more and uh, football kind of, I was okay at football as well, but I just didn't have the size to honestly get a scholarship. What, what was the, your position? In football, I played <clears throat> – all the way from nose guard to uh, my my last year playing, I played running back and outside linebacker. Oh, yeah. So I started Whoa. off in the seventh grade. I played nose guard and DN. And, uh, Versatile. Yeah, I was – so <laughs> in the seventh grade, I was probably 5'4", 190, maybe 200 pounds. 
my senior year of high school, I was 145. Yeah. So I lost a good bit of weight. Yeah, and, and you, uh, weigh le- I you was, fight less now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, story. less now than I did. Exactly. Yeah. So you, did yeah. you do your fantasy football league yet or what? I did, man. But I, uh, so I happened to be at practice when my freaking buddies cheated me and wanted to do the draft. So uh, I got like, and but to be honest, they're kind of dumb. So I got a better team than they got. So let's see. Uh, I got freaking Pat Mahomes. I got, I got a uh, off the turn of, of the key players. I think I got Pat Mahomes. I got um, Cooper Cup. Um, my running back is <clears throat> Alvin Kamara. I think. Nice. I so got far, so uh, just just like me. There yeah, so go. I got I got a I got a squad to be actually. I got whose defense I got? I got um Damn. My defense may not be that good. I probably got like because uh, I know one of my buddies got the Broncos, the other has uh um I wanna say I got like hopefully it's not Seattle. I'm trying to think. I it may be Seattle, but I hope it's not. I'm trying to think. Maybe Seattle, but hopefully it's not. I took Tampa because they play against the Panthers twice. They play against the Saints twice. True. Yeah. So it's just like playing Atlanta. Like it's just, it's like six decent games for me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the only way I draft my D's. I look at their division. I'm like, I'll take the best best team in this division. Yeah. That's smart. So you fight of Upstate Karate? Am I wrong? Yes, sir. Is that Wonder Boys, Jim? It is. It is okay. That's all. Oh I, wow! I just realized that when you said, it, I was like, "Fuck!" I think it's Wonder Boys, Jim. Yeah. So what's yeah, I've been training with him since I was a kid. Oh yeah, that's cool, man. What's it like? Yeah, sure. Oh, I love it. You know, he's just very humble dude. Teaches you whatever. Uh, uh, but my person. So Wonder Boy. I mean, you know, Wonder Boy would take it easy with the guys he just take it easy with. But um, I've known Wonder Boy for a good amount of time now, so I kind of know how to make him. You know, want to whoop my ass a little bit. So yeah. now that I'm older and stuff, I can like try to get him to like come at me. You know, and man, that helps me out a lot. Like, do you ever, really you ever try to get under his skin and tell him that like he's he has like the second best karate in? All of <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's now that I'm getting older, I kind of I start kind of messing with him a little bit more and stuff like that. But uh, that, exactly, that's exactly like uh, now that I'm older and getting getting to more established and finding my own version because I'm not quite I don't quite do it like Wonder Boy, even though I have like the kicks in my bag. Like he he definitely has like different kicks that he does way better than me. And I think I kinda maybe do like one or two kicks maybe better than him. And but it, it's simple kicks like a forty five yeah. front, stuff like that. But he has like hook kicks, round kicks. I can do all of those too, but he he uh I, he could probably do them better. But I can do just I can do every kick that he can do, and uh, but I'm I'm not as um, he's a little bit more more bouncy. bouncing around, bouncing yeah. around. I'm a little bit more stocking as I'm I'm still bouncing on my toes, but I'm a little bit more. Mine yeah, like is he's, like he's in between like you and Machida, like where you you kind of move around a lot like a wrestler. You know what I mean? Exactly. Where you're kind of like ready to shoot, but you're also ready yeah. to load a yeah. kick. Where Wonder exactly. Boy is bouncing on his toes a lot. Machine yeah. just kind of stands there. Wonderboy bounces exactly. his toes a lot, but his upper body doesn't move, right? It's yeah. All his, boy, you're you're all over the place. Like your your head is going everywhere. Your legs. Yeah, sir. Sure. You know, so very three very different styles, but all from the same all from the same yeah. martial art, right? Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, sir. Sure. 
who would be your dream fight against any current opponents in your weight class? A dream fight. All yeah. all organizations. In your weight Peter. class, yeah. Peter Young? That's the one everyone wow. says. Yeah, that's the answer. Right? I love Look, Young. I, I do too. I do too. I see like like uh, when I when I look at fighters like you got athletes, you got fighters, and then you got guys who are both. You know what I mean? Tyrone Woodley, athlete. Uh, you, uh, Mike Perry, fighter. Fighter. You know what I mean? You got guys who are just you know what I'm saying, and then you got like um, GSP or uh, um. Guys like GSP and stuff like that who are both like well GSP kind of for me falls a little bit more under athlete like Robbie Lawler he's super athletic he's got a gritty ass attitude like he's got both of those so some guys are fighters some guys are athletes both can be champions but it's just a little bit different yeah and uh and I feel like I am my my attitude I uh in the way I approach the game and the way I feel about these fights. So uh, I'm definitely, uh, and I'm athletic as hell. So I, I qualify for both. I'm not trying to bump my head up, but it's, you just got guys are like that. Some guys who are, they just get nervous when the fight's happening and they just took Cowboys around. Sometimes he doesn't, you know, he gets nervous and stuff. Like I honestly never felt that. Like yeah. ever since I was an amateur, I mean, you get butterflies, you get nervous, but, Every time that I go into a fight, I'm just ready to kill. So, and I feel like Peter Young is that same way. So, that's why that's a guy who I would love, love to fight. I honestly think, listen, we, we saw what happened with Sterling and Jan. We know Jan's the real champion. I'm going to run it back. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sterling knows it, too. Like, this, if he's yeah. back, like he did. And I like Sterling. Yeah, yeah, he's a great man. fighter. I, I know Chris Wyman. I, uh, oh, true, hey, you guys have that whole, yeah, exactly. Right? So, you know, Al Joe was the guy I love it. I would love to, hey, if he won the second time, I mean, it was a close fight. It was, uh, it was close. It was, Jan was definitely starting to take control, but yeah, some people had it 2 2 going into the fifth. I had it about 3 1, Jan, yeah, but they some people had it 2 2, so it was close. So, we'll see how the second fight looked, but. If I, if I had to put money on it, it would definitely be on Peter Young. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, listen, I like Aljo, man. I think he's a super athlete and stuff, and he's great. And then the next fight, maybe he comes out completely different. Maybe he downloaded yeah. all that information, and now he's going to start lighting up. But I've never been – not. I, I think Peter Young's a great fighter. I've never been like – Jan's like the next big thing but I always looked at Aljamain Sterling like this guy can be a champion for a long time because he's, yeah. just, he's a smart guy nothing against Peter yeah. Jan I just you know I have that I look at Aljamain Sterling like Man. this guy what, like, what checks all the boxes me, yeah. what impresses me so much about Peter Jan is his his ability to just stay calm in, in such a crazy ass firefight moment like literally like in fights you got moments where is you're calm and nothing's really going down you you can think that and then it's parts of the fight where there's no thinking involved because stuff is happening way too fast for you yeah. really to to really just sit there and think about it yeah. and those are the moments where peter yard separates himself from the pack and uh it's beautiful to watch because he's so calm he always thinking trips. His wrestling is good. It, it's something like his stand up wrestling, like Sambo style, Greco wrestling. Yeah, it, man, it's, it, you can tell he's strong as hell. And I want to test my strength against his. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's pretty sick, man. That's gonna be uh, that would be a good fight too. I'd love to see that. But um, yeah, sir. So obviously we know what happened this weekend. 
You think you can beat Jake Paul in a fight or what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hell, yeah. Boxing match, he'll have a better chance because he's big as hell. But I'm a jab for real. Tyron Willis, he ain't throw no damn jabs. And I trained with uh, – the striking I have right now is fine. I mean, I just got to keep my head down a little bit more, keep my feet underneath me. But I've had the privilege of training with WBC world champion boxers, uh, Kid Fire, Lamar Parks. Uh, so I have been in boxing gyms and trained with real world champs and no – boxing and like when you see my style that's my karate style is heavy with the hands heavy boxing style so uh that's what that's another read that's another thing that's a little different from my style from uh from the traditional kempo guys i use a lot more i'm kind of you know how chuck was a kempo guy and chuck liddell yeah. well, he, had, he, he had the tattoo on his arm hand. yeah so mine is a little bit more straighter than chuck's i got a little bit better technique but Oh yeah, I, I piece Jacob, and if it was a MMA match, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, thirty seconds. I'm well, listen, I, his, I think I'm Jake Ball is league. very aware that he's not going to beat anybody in MMA, like any MMA guy. In oh MMA. yeah, I no. think he's aware. He's he's smart. The way he's been doing it is smart. But do you think like a lot of people are saying Woodley won? I don't think he did. But what do you think? I don't either. Hundred percent yeah. Woodley lost. Yeah. He landed better. Oh, sorry guys. No he landed. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Woodley landed <clears throat> heavy shots and. Hell, Jake landed some heavy shots too, but Jake was just way more active and piecing them up. So when Willie Willie was going forward, but it's most of the points where he was going forward, he was running in the shots and uh he never would fully commit to that jab. If he would if he would stop parrying the freaking jab and stop doing this dumbass little little thing he'd be doing before he throws his damn two. If he just sits there and chill, boom, throw the jab for real, boom, touch him in five, where's that? Bang, bang, let it two down. Or keep watching, boom, boom, jab, jab, work him. <clears throat> that fight would have been so much easier, and he would have had Jake tired. Jake Paul was exhausted. He yeah. would have had Jake Paul exhausted like that round freaking four, round two, round three, if he would just stay consistent. Well, like, once you learn that he his power, you could handle his power, once that you got that, okay, I'm good. He probably not gonna knock me out. Now open up, start jabbing, start touching his body, start touching him for real, and he he could have uh, made that fight so much easier. And then set himself up for a rematch. And guys, now Jake Paul ain't find you again, brother. You can give that up. <laughs> so so you're eight and three in your in your pro career. Uh, from those three losses, which one would you avenge? Which one would you avenge if you had a chance? Oh, for sure, Cody Durden. Yeah, why is that? Why he's is a that? bitch. <laughs> 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 hey, because he's a hey. He got lucky, man. It's like it's it's like those times when you slip on a banana peel or you wake up and fucking lightning strike you. Just some boy. Like so, we fought uh, in Atlanta, his hometown. Uh, it was freaking. It was like, it was kind of like maybe hot. It was kind of like 70-something degrees, humid as hell, raining. We fought outside under a canopy, oh, holding yeah. the canopy. So it starts raining before, uh, like, halfway through the event, it's raining, pouring down. Everybody has to move underneath the small little canopy. It has a hole in it. It's getting inside the cage. After every fight, they're wiping <laughs> down the cage. It's wet as hell. <laughs> So uh, they come back there before I fight, and they're like, uh, the cage is kind of slippery. Um, this is a, and I hate 
talking about it because it's a our laws. It's, a, it's you know what I'm saying. It's an excuse. Everyone has one, but this is the story. So I got just landed out there. So, so came the back one. and they told me um, the cage is wet. And I said, okay, whatever. So uh, this is a two year layoff for me. So I haven't fought in two years. So uh, this my nerves. When I say I don't really get nervous for a fight, this probably was the only. I wasn't nervous, like scared, like. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I was nervous to where, like, all my fucking people are here, like, you know what I'm saying? So you get a little butterfly, like, and and uh, and I was staring at, like, when I walked out, I was staring at everybody who was there, looking at the crowd, and normally I'm focused, just laser focused on my opponent. I'm not really taking my eyes too much off my opponent, and I'm, and I'm you know what I mean? So, but this one, I was kind of interacting, looking around, seeing where people at. I got inside of the cage. I'm fucking helping the people wipe the mat down and shit. Is yeah, like so. He got in. Uh, the fight start, and um, this fight I approached it a, a little different. I wasn't, I wasn't in my uh, moving around, moving around on my toes. I was kind of. We know that he just wanted to take me down. And looking back, it was just the worst decision I made because we we came in with a kind of a lower stance, but not low, just as low as I was in the Dre fight. But instead of all the movement and hesitating, I mean, not hesitating, the moving and fainting and drawing Dre out, I was just here kind of like Leota Machida. I wasn't really moving. And that allowed Cody just to get a fucking free shot. And once he did, and once I got on that wet-ass canvas, bro, like, my just you can see on the video my knees just slipping and sliding. It's just hard to stand up, and uh, he he stopped the fight. And if I fight that fight in any other environment, any other arena, he could have taken me down in that same position. But I would not have to deal with a wet ass cage, and I would stand up really easy. But he's got high level grappling, so once he uh, I made a mistake. So if I didn't make a mistake, and I was walking up the cage, <clears throat> and instead of I mean I'm a all camp, uh, I was working with these guys who were kind of a little bit weaker than me with the grappling. So they I could turn my back and get away with just standing up and kind of uh, rolling them off of me in, in, a, in a kind of a wrestler position stand-up, which wasn't good for Cody at that point in that case because the mat is wet. So once I went to the wrestler's position to stand up, he put his hooks in and my knees were fucking boom, boom, sliding, sliding. And he landed some fucking rabbit punches and that was it. So that's the and fight. Then, I was and then he goes and gets that. three fights in the UFC. Yeah, then he goes into... Listen, the last two dudes who beat me, uh, the one before that, I was piecing up uh, Phil Caracapa. ROC champ. Uh, dropped him in the first round. Dropped him in the second round. If, if it's out there, I'm going to let you know. I, my coaches know. People know. I got suspended for three months. Uh, I got put on probation for like a three i guess it's been for three months five five hundred bucks and shit i only got paid maybe a fifteen hundred fucking bucks and um it was a title fight so i got tested but i had weed in my system i didn't know this is my first time having a title fight so i'm thinking to myself dumb thoughts so i'm thinking i ain't gonna smoke with like i would do i would do dumb shit before fights man like that was i have never fought a fight before i've never not smoked before a damn fight until after that fight. So I was like, I'm not going to smoke weed this time. I'm fighting for a belt. 
I ain't gonna smoke weed on the day. I'm gonna eat edibles instead. So my first time making edibles, I made these firecrackers. I don't know if you know what firecrackers are, but it's like you infuse yeah. the weed in the oven, boom, 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 boom. You put them in peanut butter, Nutella, whatever, make crackers. So I ate like, bro, it's my first time making them. So I ate like six of these things in the morning. The morning of your flight? Like, yes, <laughs> morning up, bro. I'm crazy. <laughs> bro, the morning of my fight. So uh, I eat them. I'm chilling, doing my normal little routine, eat my little breakfast. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I'm bro, I'm high as hell. I'm just like I'm not, I'm not, and, I, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm uh, high than normal. So I took a nap. So I don't fight to the main event. So I got a little time. So I'm thinking, yo, this it'll wear off. I took a nap, bro. I wake up, I'm still high, obviously. So I'm getting my hands wrapped. The guy comes back and was like. Uh, you we, we need you to pin this cup, and bro, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm getting, I'm getting drunk. I didn't even know. So uh, now I my so my I already I could my hair were kind of shaking because of, like I'm high. My coach was like noticing I was a little quiet. He was like, you all right, Sweeney? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just like trying to shake that shit off. And uh, I go out there. I fought okay the first two rounds, man. I dropped the kid the first round with a jab, but I just. You could tell I'm not all there. I dropped him in the second round. If I was there, I was, if I think everybody had the edibles, I could have damn near finished the kid. I drop him. You see him drop in front of me, and like it just takes me a second to, you know what I'm saying, react. And then the third round, one little second of split of lost focus, he backed me on the cage and clipped me, and freaking, and uh, I go down, man. And that's just. We fucking bad decision. God was telling me like I don't deserve this shit. Yeah. Fucking smoking weed before every fight, and you know what I'm saying. So after that fight, I did a lot of changing and growing up. And um, now I'm uh I'm uh, I'm on a step to finding my way, man. I'm uh I, the weed don't control me like it used to. Like I used to, you know what I mean. But I still talk paratakers sometimes, and every now and again, I mean. It's who I am. I enjoy it, but um, it doesn't. I, uh, I I'm way different, way mature, and uh, never before the damn fight like that again. So yeah, that's crazy, man. I take edibles and I'm like fucking passing out on the couch. Bro, you, know, you can go fight. I was messed up. It was the worst decision I've ever made. But it, it was a good. No, I take that back. <clears throat> it's a decision I made, not the worst. Hell, I probably made worse in my life. So I'm going to say it was it was definitely a learning experience, and I learned a lot from it. And that kid went on to fight for the contender series, his next fight, and it's just God telling me, like, I'm always been right at the door, and I do dumbass shit to... Uh, to uh, fuck myself up. Well, listen, man, when we when we when uh, we got you on the show right away, I started just like you know researching and stuff like that, and you know your name's out there, man. So it's it's just yes, you're, you're, you're one fight away, man. So Alex, oh, last, yeah. Alex, last question before we let our buddy go. Um, what do you want to be remembered for at the end of your career? Oh, thank you. Dude, I just want to be I, honestly. <clears throat> it's a good question. I want I. I take martial arts very seriously. Like I watch a lot of different shows and I do a lot of, you know what I'm saying? So hmm, that's a great question. I definitely want to be known for being a very dangerous martial artist who every single fight, I don't care how old I am. I don't want to be Tyrone Woodley's age. I, honestly, I don't want to be that old fighting, but even if I am, I don't want to be like, 
Is he going to show up? Is he not going to show up? I want to be known for every single time you see me step in the cage, I showed up, and it was a hell of a fight. And you saw true skill, and uh, I definitely want to be a UFC champion. And I also want to be <clears throat> some say it's far fetched, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I want to fight Javante Davis, and I want to uh, kind of want to be a WBC champion as well, WBO, WBC, <laughs> whatever it is. I want to fight Tank Davis, and I uh, and I want to fight for the UFC scrap. That's crazy. Like now, now they, they this Conor McGregor and Mayweather created this whole yes, exactly what it created, like it, and it I let it fuel me. I watch other fighters get mad, get jealous, and uh, no. Uh, I at first when I first seen the Paul brothers and I seen all that stuff, it, it I almost went there to the point where these other people are going. But now I, it's nothing but opportunity for me and for my attitude, for the way I am and for and the way I fight is perfect. That's not, perfect. nothing wrong with what they're doing. You know, I mean, oh no, yeah. it's it's beautiful. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Yeah. It's creating nothing but opportunities for people who can fight and know how to promote themselves in a in a very exciting way and that fits right up my alley so i love what they're doing i hope they keep going because i'm gonna use that same whatever the fuck and i'm gonna get me some super fights when i uh but i want real fights as well i want to be the guy who uh i'm knocking out peter yarn i'm cementing peter yarn Aljamain sterling and i'm also knocking out jake paul or i'm knocking out javante davis and i'm and I'm submitting fucking Ryan, Ryan Gordon or whatever. Yeah. I want to be known for... I wanna You want to submit con- Gordon Ryan? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's where my head is in. I love, I love how you're like... I love we'll tag it's, him. It's Jake Paul. It's Javante Davis, <laughs> Gordon Ryan, and Jake Paul. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes, crazy. sir. Gordon Ryan's a legit black... Not, not, nothing against you. He's, like, I, yeah. I've been doing jiu for 15 years, right? So, like... For me, like I see Gordon Ryan, and he's like to me, he's the mecca. You know, he's the guy. Yes, he's sir. the best in the world. Uh, right? That's 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 the wave I'm on. I want to, of course, man. That's good. I want to just do crazy shit, and I know I keep training and keep my body in shape and get stronger and stronger every day, and um, get my name out there. And and when people see me fight, they're gonna start. They're gonna start. Like right now, um, <laughs> I got. I look. So okay, like when I fight. It's a whole, my last two fights, it's a whole lot of people from South Carolina and from where I am who are showing up and uh, I'm packing these places out. So once I get the real world eyes on me, I'm just excited to see what the future holds. Well, don't forget us when you make it, buddy. And we'll I have won't, you, brother. Yeah, I we'll, won't. We'll have you on again, man. We appreciate <laughs> yes, you coming sir. on. It was fantastic. You're an awesome guy. Uh, Thank you, brother. And maybe you and Dre run it back and maybe he gets a second chance to... I don't, know. I don't know if he really wants to run that. <laughs> but Dre, Dre's, Dre's a good guy. But, uh, we appreciated him too. As well. I, thank you guys. Thank you guys. It's our Thanks. pleasure, buddy. Uh, again, yes, as sir. Usual, that was a fantastic interview, man. As usual, this episode is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub. Visit Mike's BBQ Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. I've said it so many times, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, John, fantastic, man. I appreciate it, buddy. Good luck the rest of the way. Uh, yes, sir. And hopefully we'll see you with that strap, that UFC strap around your waist. You will. And maybe KOing Javante Davis too at the same time. Tank, I'm a real tank, boy. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that, buddy. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace.